0: I tell you this, a fella sure can get tired after a few hours of using the blunt end of a dustpan to dig his wife out of an ice chrysalis slash personal snow cave that she built in the front courtyard of one's apartment building. Well, as long as I was down there, I figured why not clear out the debris and snow heaps that had gathered in front of the heavy metal door that leads to the portal that takes us to the deep night. Hello, it's me, Dale Seaver, and I am your host and your guide through this next hour of regrets and revelations. I'm also a fellow who may have messed up his spring equinox spell just a touch, and I may have accidentally caused a nor'easter to dump a foot of snow on New York. I'm sorry, (laughs) but it's mostly gone now, so I shall remain at my post here, uh, we come to you, as we always do, from the foul banks of the Guanas. Now, this was another live uh, show that was just fantastic, recorded at the Slipper Room in New York City. My guest on the show, comedian Julia Shiplett, two fellows with a bad idea about everything, Joe Rumrell and uh, Andrew Tisher, and uh, Kenise Mobley, who I totally forgot to ask about genitalia pictures. Not hers, but I gather she has a novel way of getting revenge on those who send... Uh, her unsolicited photos of their privets through the phone. What a time! to be alive. Anyway, I like the word genitalia because it suggests foliage to me, or something involving a flower. I don't care for dick pics, so stop sending them to me. Thank you. Uh, Speaking of springtime and revenge, Emily Flake, uh, cartoonist for The New Yorker, is also on the show, and uh, we talk about so many things. You know, weird islands, new punk rock, and, uh, as is often the case, the impending robot Apocalypse. Cornelius Loy, also with us on The Theremin. It's a wonderful time of it, and I hope you can make it to our next live one, the last one of the season, May May 16th, 8 p.m. at the Slipper Room. And we'll be announcing the lineup soon. Now, before we begin, uh, as you'll be listening to this, you'll notice notice that Joe kind of drops out because he wasn't actually using a microphone for some of it. I don't. That's a kind of a weird choice for a podcast, but uh, that was what was happening there. I can tell you, he was talking about a great auk in one section, some kind of seal, and a dinosaur. So uh, imagine that during those stretches where you think, what is, "What's going on there?" Uh, also, uh, we had a little issue with some hiss, and uh, I bring that up to just tell you, I know, I know, I did what I can, but uh, you should come to the live shows because they're magic and there's a lot going on, and uh, I'd love to see you. Here we go, settle in, it's time to go ever further into the deep with our live episode. Enjoy it, it's happening now. Yes, hello, hello, I am Daryl Steven, I just arrived via portal, I'm here to join you in the deep night. I took my portal ride-sharing service, U-Port. It's 300 bucks a ride, but I get to choose my own music. I always choose classical music, too, because it's so soothing. Isn't Isn't that soothing, that sound? I always do it because whatever stressful situation I'm in, I always pop in the classical music, whether I'm on the subway, or if I'm in some kind of very high-intensity falafel exchange, because is it hummus or hummus? And why are there so many creamy sauces that aren't hummus hummus? And then also in other kind of high-intensity situations, like if I'm in a 17-hour tantric lovemaking session with my very powerful and handsome wife, Galinda, put a little Rachmaninoff on, and it really, I'm right as rain. I want to believe science, ladies and gentlemen, and there's a lot of reasons to be excited about science, you know, because there's so many great inventions and inventors throughout history, aren't there? Why, you have Isaac Newton. Without him, we wouldn't have gravity, just apples floating all around. He did that. He also is responsible for the phrase, ouch, what was that? Uh, also, I mean, we think about all the other great inventors throughout time. We wouldn't have podcasts without Alexander Graham Bell. We wouldn't have our underground train system without Harriet Tubman. We wouldn't have uh, 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 gin absorbing cotton without Eli Whitney. The point is, you think about all these great inventions the uh, uh, steamship, the Victrola, uh, gaslights, the flying zeppelins. I mean, can you imagine modern life without any of those things? It's impossible so you want to believe science but every now and again something happens doesn't it and it causes us to doubt that which we know something happens from beyond and we think okay what's going on here for instance is you is this uh, is you think it's coincidence that just this last week we saw a a black hole uh, contribute an eruption of unknown material we've never seen that before and then a week Uh, After that, we see all the Alexa robots start laughing at us uncontrollably. And then death comes and claims Stephen Hawking, arguably our greatest living cyborg. Oh, no. No, 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 no. That's, That's beyond coincidence right there. That's a sign that something is happening. And it may be the robot uprising. We have to entertain that. If you have a Roomba, I would lock it up. The point is, I would like to sort of poke around a black hole, wouldn't you? I mean, would you like to just know what's going on in there? Maybe reach in there and see if I, you know, find some lost keys or something. Or like, oh, there's that pen I m- misplaced. Or just answers to questions we've always wondered, like, why did my first wife leave me for a guy named Brian? You know, and cause she said that uh, she wanted kids, and that was kind of the crux of it, but then she didn't have children. So why? what was that all about? Because there was a lot of couples counseling. The point is, I'd love to just you know, stick the old noggin into a black hole and check out the cosmic soup and see what's going on, you know? Soup's delicious. It's uh, warm, and this time of year, spring is almost going to happen, I'm told. And uh, equinox celebrations are coming up. And you want to have a good broth going when you're doing a ritual of some sort, don't you? And uh, speaking of warm and delicious, we have a wonderful show for you tonight that is both of those things. So let's start by saying hello to Cornelius Loy, who's back here.
1: Hey, Dale, how are you?
0: I'm doing great, Cornelius. Good. Nice to see you. Uh, Nice to see you, too. Uh, I love your outfit by the way, very sparkly
2: thank you it's my all purpose festive shirt.
0: well, we are certainly all purpose tonight and uh it's now the equinox coming up you're going to do any you're you're a male witch right uh yes, okay uh I mean, you can just be a witch. I don't mean to Ooh. put uh, gender into it, but the point is uh you practice witchcraft and good for you, but yes. now the equinox is coming up, and uh, I was reading through one of these lifestyle blogs. you like the lifestyle blogs Cornelius i don't know what that is I know. Okay, Uh, but but these are people that think they know something and they want to share it with you, and they post it online.
1: Like Martha Stewart, like the Martha Stewart living. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't have thought Martha Stewart would have been the place where you'd have the entry, but okay. So now uh, places like Martha Stewart, they will tell you this time of year one of the things you're supposed to go and do is go outside and uh, plan a trip to Mexico or go (laughs) see some uh, ancient stones. Have you done any of those things, Cornelius? Um, you know, I I do. <laughs> I haven't planned a trip to Mexico, but
1: I do go outside a lot. I do look for you know ancient stones. I don't find many, but yeah. I look
0: for them. Well, there's it's a lot fun. Of old rocks all around. You could probably find something. Um, and and you going to have an altar or anything, any kind. You're going to burn something. Uh, you know what? I'm going to keep it minimal. I'll probably just
1: burn you know a little a little log or something, a Yule log, but for spring. <laughs> sure, with okay. the festive shirt too, because <laughs> I, I wear this for any day that's special. You know, because I generally just wear black.
0: All purpose. All equinoxes. So for
1: equinox, I'll wear red.
0: Oh, good. Well, that's something that we've learned here today. And we can take that back with us and feel confident that on the equinox, you'll be wearing a sparkly shirt. Cornelius, could I have a little bit of uh, sitting down music? Something uh, low and slow, like a 76-year-old scientist succumbing to the sweet embrace of death. I've reached my destination, as has Stephen Hawking. Okay, all right. Well, let's get going with our first guest tonight. This is so exciting that she's here. Maybe you've seen her at one of the many uh, comedy festivals, whether it's uh, Bridgetown or Brooklyn or Hell Yes Festival. She's my co-star from HBO's smash hit, Crashing. Please welcome Julia Shiplett. Julia? Hello. How are oh, you? Good. How are you doing?
3: What haunting music!
0: That's beautiful. Beautiful.
3: I am. <laughs> oh, I'm to. both enchanted that's and terrified. That's, yeah. that
0: is going to be the feeling throughout this whole thing. Good, good, good. <laughs> so settle in, uh, Julia. I'm surprised I haven't seen you in the green room waiting to go on and crashing on HBL. Uh, you you were on that show this season.
3: I was, yeah, yes. I had a small part.
0: No, it was a great part. You made the most of it. That's what they say. No small parts. And you just seized every moment. You were I couldn't look away. When you were on the screen, you play one of the comedy people there. You <laughs> played a comedian. Yes, yeah. I did. Your character's name is?
3: Nameless token female comedian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, uh, that's, uh, that's great. And uh, certainly crashing is lifting up a lot of uh, nameless female comedians, isn't it? It is. Good for Pete Holmes. And uh, I'm, you know, I was in season one, and I'm still waiting for an invite to the premiere. <laughs> <laughs> now that they're on season three, but I'm um, waiting for it too. Are you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, uh, Pete Holmes has been just magnificent. He's treated me so nicely. I imagine. Now we've explained. I just had my picture on there. I wasn't actually on there. It's just my. They used my picture in the background of a comedy show, and like, oh, oh here comes Dale Steiner. They probably wanted a big name. You know to put up there and i'm right there behind gina gershon and i couldn't be happier with the whole placement because i'm up there for a while and it was very not taxing for me but uh, <laughs> did you have a, a good time i uh, do it doing the show
3: i did um it was my first time on a tv set so i felt a bit on edge yeah. you know i just didn't want to mess anything up
0: was it smaller than you imagined
3: uh no it was pretty large really yeah it was in green oh they had <laughs> the um,
0: <laughs> the only time green points ever gotten that reaction i know oh yeah
3: it was uh shot in like a warehouse but the set was of the boston comedy club which is yep. an old comedy club in new york and it was about it was about the size of this room the set but then people were hanging out in the warehouse sure, a lot of people
0: involved in television production as i understand it now, uh, uh, how close did this experience uh, uh, and the show, when you watch it, how close is it to your own experience as a comedian starting out?
3: Um, well, my character plays um, a friend of a comedian who got a big break that I, who I didn't think deserved that big break, so we're all kind of talking shit about him when he's not there. Right. Um, I'm usually pretty happy for my friends when they uh, find success in comedy, but I do sure. think there's a lot of... Jealousy and insecurity uh, involved in comedy at times
0: Uh, Not me. I'm so happy for everybody (laughs) Just, I mean I've been in it so long and still I'm just down at the bottom And it's just so great (laughs) to see so many people way up there at just at the top just bobbing around some just got in They didn't even have to work at it
4: It's true. (laughs) It
0: just does the heart good doesn't it? Yeah, Yeah. Uh, so that's so terribly exciting You think you'll be back for season three?
3: No, no. <laughs> I don't. I think that was a a one-time, one done, one and done deal. But that's okay.
0: Did you do any stand-up on the show? I did not. No. no.
3: Well,
0: that didn't get cut. You just didn't do it.
3: No, I didn't do it. We did some like fun, uh, you know, riffing and playing around, but it. most of that uh, did not make it. I
5: I love
0: riffing. Just had riff. my three lines. That's so wonderful. <laughs> and how is Pete?
3: I think he's fine. I right. we haven't kept in touch. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. One wow. of the first shows I did here in New York was with Pete, Pete really? and Jesse uh, Klein. We did shows with uh, John Oliver and Hannibal and Wyatt Snack, And uh, all those people were on the bill. And me. So I'm just happy for their success. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's great. Shaking his hand is like shaking a cold baby. Pete Holmes. <laughs> Pete Holmes, yeah. Big I hands. would agree with that, yeah. Big hands, clammy, yeah. Yeah, a yeah, little clammy. Uh, now, uh, you, you wrote a piece that I was really, uh, really loved. Uh, that was uh, out there recently on McSweeney's, and people can look it up. But it was called a uh, "Woman Manhattan." Yes. Can you explain what the uh, conceit is and what that is all about?
3: Sure. Um, I was just, you know, daydreaming one day, as you do on the subway, and mm-hmm. you know, I was in Manhattan, and I just thought, well, wow, what if there were no men? <laughs> what if there were no men in this borough? What would that be like? Right. And then I, I wrote about it. What I thought. Manhattan would be like without men
0: And, and what are some of the uh, things you point out that could happen?
3: Oh, I think um, you know bodegas would have good lighting and <laughs> You know aisles for Skincare just dedicated aisles. Uh, I think you know karaoke bars uh, Found to have Weezer or sublime in their library would be banned uh, <laughs> or at least <laughs> fined. Um, Cat calling is nothing, you know, uh, public masturbation is a urban legend. Yeah. Um, what sure types about of things? That?
0: Sure about that? I'm not, actually. <laughs> but I think
3: that I would feel weirdly empowered if I saw it. Yeah, sure, right. right. If a woman was doing it. Yeah,
0: a lot of women out there public masturbating. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: One day. Let's hope. Yeah.
0: <laughs> let's change that, ladies. Right. We got it. Hashtag gotta... me, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, is that how it works? Yeah, uh, exactly. But that also sounds a lot like a Paradise Island with Wonder Woman. That was not of, of yeah <laughs> Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think there'd be more apologizing in Womanhattan than <laughs> <laughs> there. I don't know if everyone would be yeah. as, but hopefully, maybe, yeah.
0: yeah. 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 We'll, we'll have to see how it goes because that could happen. It could happen. I remember I wrote to Linda Carter, TV's original Wonder Woman, uh, when I was about five years old. I sent her a very passionate love letter. And um, I was just confounded why this grown adult woman wasn't uh, reciprocating, you know, and falling in love with a five-year-old boy. But <laughs> Did your laws, parents know about this? Uh, I think so. Okay. I think they had to. Somebody had to find the stamp.
3: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I have to feel like she was touched by that. I'm sure she was. Or am I? What's wrong with uh, things like that? Celebrity culture is weird. You think many celebrities pick a mate from fan mail?
3: i think I think some do some do um hopefully not five year olds but
0: <laughs> yes, we would hope, yeah, that's too young too, you can't you don't know yourself yet, yeah, <laughs> it's
3: too young for a lot of things,
0: uh, <laughs> yes, yes, that's true, but uh, do you have a right to a celebrity, you ever have a celebrity crush? who would your celebrity mate be?
3: Oh God, uh, I have had celebrity crushes, yeah, like a current crush or childhood sure any crush. Um, I loved Macaulay Culkin as a child, Whoa. which is, I mean, look what happened. It's <laughs> poor guy. I, I just, I, you know, when I was a kid, I, I thought he was so cute and home alone. I, yeah, very
0: resourceful.
3: I wanted to actually, uh, very resourceful. Right. right. I wanted to invite him to like my sixth grade birth, uh, no, six year old, sixth birthday party. Yeah. Um, i didn't i didn't know how to reach out so i didn't i just told my friends that i was thinking about inviting him
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was the go-to story yeah hey hey guys i'm thinking about inviting him
4: McCullough may be there.
0: yeah <laughs> we'll oh he might be there is that a way to get people to come to the party yeah 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 sure <laughs> did you have a macaulay cake <laughs> no Home i didn't
3: cake? i didn't i did not i don't know i've had a lot of weird crushes um
0: I <laughs> that you don't want to talk about. I uh, yeah. Yeah. You have any strange dates that you've been on?
3: Strange dates? Yeah. Uh Are
0: You a dating person? Do you go out and date?
3: Well, I'm I'm in a relationship and I have been okay. for a little while, but I have Just had some maybe weird It's cooled down a little bit. It's cooled down. The dating yeah. has cooled down. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I've had some weird dates. Uh Yeah, not weird or bad.
0: Oh, well, well weird.
3: Weird? Uh I've had, you know, yeah, I had a date with the guy who had a, and I should have, I have better judgment. I don't know what I was doing. He had a handlebar mustache.
0: See, there you go. And
3: a very long beard. um, Mixologist? An aspiring, yes. Yeah, even worse. (laughs) An
0: aspiring mixologist.
3: He... It was very, he was kind of rude all night, and I wasn't having fun, and I didn't think we were connecting. And then he uh, he went in for a big kiss, a big smooch at the end, and I got so much of his beard in my mouth. And then as he pulled away, he said, I got one of your hairs in my teeth, and said that with such disgust to me after I ate his entire beard. So... <laughs> um
0: out, he's banned from the island. Yeah, he's yeah, absolutely. Where do all the men go in Manhattan?
3: They can be on the other boroughs. They're allowed on all the other boroughs, <laughs> okay. and women travel to the other boroughs for their romantic and sexual needs if yeah. they choose. And but none of them are going to Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> is the
4: thought?
0: Well, sounds terrific. I, I'd I'd uh, I'd like to see that happen. You can
3: visit maybe. And, yeah, maybe Sneaky get a cash, Yeah,
0: get a, <laughs> like Tootsie. I'd have a wig. No, I'm okay. (laughs) Yeah, do something like that. Mm -hmm. you do that now? I don't know. The point is, (laughs) because sometimes you look at these great movies, you think, well, that's problematic. Yeah, it doesn't always That's not as much fun anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I heard he slapped a lady, and now I can't watch it. Yeah. Okay. (sighs) That's how we do it. Uh, So um, uh, you have a good time there at the Hell Yes Festival in New Orleans?
3: I did, yeah, Yeah. New Orleans. It was my first time uh, in New Orleans. You go this year? I went last year last year. Okay. Um, it was, yeah, New Orleans is a great, great town. Great cool comedy scene. Very, uh, experimental doing a lot of fun, cool stuff. And, uh, do
0: any kind of witchcrafty things? Did you go to get a crystal or reading or anything?
3: I went on a, um, a, uh, um, a voodoo tour. Yeah. And that was very cool. And I learned a lot. Yeah. Um, I learned about how, you know, voodoo dolls, You know, people think that when you put a needle in in them, it's to, you know, hurt someone's body part. But I actually learned that, um, you know, a voodoo doctor was like the real doctor in um, the the black communities at the time. And instead of writing down notes for what people's symptoms were or where they were hurting on their body, the needle in the basically the doll was the doll was their patient. And they were marking and taking notes through the needle in them like, oh, they are having arm pain, so they put the needle in the arm to remember, yes. keep track of their patient's symptoms.
0: I see. I see. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> messages from beyond. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's very informative. And now I feel like, yeah, can anybody just have one and then di- self-diagnose like a web MD?
3: <laughs> sure. Web yeah. MD?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, why not? That would be fun. Do you go in for all that kind of thing usually? What? Oh, like the whole uh you know holistic healing voodoo mysticism
3: um i am interested in it quietly but i am outwardly very skeptical but secretly i do like it i i when i was in i went to salem massachusetts recently oh yeah and um i went on a witch tour yeah and i had a lovely witch guide who happened to be a man and he gave me a crystal and you know, I don't like to say that I'm into crystals, but I do keep it in my
0: purse. what kind purse, no. no, pink, Witch a pink crystal, crystal. those kinds. Oh, I don't sure. know what that means. Maybe a rose quartz or something. Yeah, They're keeping you in good stead, I bet.
3: But what he said, I liked it because it's, it sounded less, you know, hippy dippy. Because he, it, it sort of sounded, it's a physical thing to set your intentions for, and I like that idea.
0: That's right. I like it too. Yeah. No, my descendant was one of the first witches there. Really, my descendant? No, I'm the descendant of them. My yeah, ancestor. Uh-huh. Yeah, one of the first witches. So this whole night is really charged. <laughs> Very powerful. Is that true? It's absolutely true. Wow. Yeah. She's oh. in the book. Martha, or one of those things. Had a <laughs> <laughs> They all had the same names, you know. They were all Marthas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But well. Uh, that's terrific. I mean, if I had a crystal, I'd give it to you. I mean, I do have crystals, but I won't give those to you. Oh. But if I had more crystals, I would give. The point is, Julia, where are you going to be next? <laughs> what are you going to do next? You're going to do some more comedy somewhere soon.
3: Yes. Um. I have a, a show every Monday night at Friends and Lovers in Crown Heights. Oh yes. It's very fun. Come yeah. come check that's it out. That's called sometime. Side Ponytail. Side Ponytail. Yeah.
0: And uh, with spring coming, you probably got some wedding stuff planned too, right? No. No. Not going to go to any weddings.
3: Uh, I, have, I think I have one in September, not oh, in the okay. spring. Oh, well,
0: all right. Well, we'll yeah. check back in on that and see how it goes. All right, Julia Shiplet, everybody. Yeah. You. you can stick around. Okay. Yeah, that's how we'll do it. All right. Now, uh, uh, the, these next guys. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, these fellows know so much about the animal kingdom that I just had to have them come in and and tell us a little bit about uh, what they've got cooked up right now. They're behind a, an exciting new venture. And I'm so pleased they could take a moment away from that work, which I'm sure is very intense and time consuming, to, to be here tonight. Uh, please welcome uh, Tisher and Rumwell. There you go. Joe, nice to see you. Andrew, uh, wonderful. I hope you can share that microphone. Okay. Beautiful. That was almost
2: Jurassic
3: Park theme for you guys.
0: Yes, <laughs> oh, I think we all recognized it. Yeah. Tischer. <laughs> uh, 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 yes. Rumrill. There we go. I uh, love your shirts, by the way. This is a beautiful look. Uh, looks like you guys spend some time in the tropics. Well,
2: uh, it's uh, as, as creature enthusiasts. Yes. Sort of. Supposed to wear. There's three professions where you're mandatory Hawaiian shirts: creature enthusiast, puppeteer, and uh, animation
0: historian. So, <laughs> well, we are uh, one of those three you're, things. You're one of those things. And uh, well, what is this venture that you have going? Because I heard about it. Uh, of course, a lot of people have been talking about it in the trades and things. Uh, this is really, really exciting work that you're doing. What oh, is it?
1: Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's uh, so. So everyone remembers uh, Jurassic Park. Uh, yeah. The the novel and the film and the park.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: that's, that's that's the that's it. the sound of yeah. twenty people remembering the movie yeah. at one time. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. happens. Usually, all you need is
0: a good uh, snippet of it on the theremin. And then you rem- and you're jolted yeah, back that oh, okay. into what is it, ninety six or something. Oh
1: the dinosaur thing.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. right. Uh, okay. Um but
1: remember that. Remember that. But it, uh, and, and if you remember the uh, you know, the film, uh, it was bad. It it went bad. The the, lit- di- <laughs> the dinosaurs ate some guys, yeah. Uh, yeah. they got out, they turned the power off. Chasing kids around. <laughs> yeah. I think Newman dies for sure Uh,
2: yeah um and but most of all it's uh it does nothing to soothe our conscience as uh, uh you know uh the reason many other animals have gone extinct in other words uh they brought back the dinosaurs we didn't kill the dinosaurs some asteroid did, or the weather, or something. We we don't know what killed the dinosaurs. Right,
1: and right. So, but but so you have to think. Part of the problem with Jurassic Park is it's an affront to God. Affront to God. Yeah. So As so many things are. Um, but uh, <laughs> but we thought, well, we could do something nice. We could do something good. Uh, there are there are so many different species that have gone extinct. Uh, you know, just in the past few hundred years, some in our lifetimes. Yeah. You some know, just, at just the while hand- sitting here. It's- First app, no question. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, true. Oh, work. <laughs> uh, so we thought, well, what if we, what if we could bring some of these critters back to life, put them in a park? It would probably go better. Also, yeah. you know, uh, you guys think
0: it, it would go better if if you were able to do it.
1: This was our thought at the beginning of the project.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. didn't. It
1: didn't go better. <laughs> um, didn't work out. Yeah. Well, so you know, so uh, it didn't work out. No. Okay. Uh, you know, you know, in Jurassic Park, they got the the dinosaur DNA from the mosquitoes. Yeah. In, in the amber. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot of different animals that all uh, just got encased in there. There's really gross trees where a lot of these things live. Yeah. Oozing, oozing sap, the,
2: the oozing willow, the oozing willow tree. You've heard of weeping willow tree. We got a lot of the uh, we had a lot of the sap from the weirder, grosser cousin, the oozing willow tree. Yeah. Ooh. And uh, really, just a lot of these these old animals are. As Fisher said, encased in amber, and it was really a really easy thing to bring back to life.
0: So, as I understand it, these animals—let's say a dodo or something like that—yeah,
1: <laughs> let's let's say, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> so sorry to bring up a sore spot. Uh, dodo would be uh, going through the forest, and then would, uh, of course, be attracted to the oozing uh, willow, and then uh, go up to it, and then be encased in whatever it was oozing out there—amber, I guess, or whatever. Whatever it it's was, sap, sap, and then it becomes amber sure, over, sure, time, over time. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the scientific process. Uh, so then they would just get stuck there to the tree, but yeah. that yeah. means especially the dodo, especially They're not... not very
1: smart. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. And so so we thought, how bad could it be? You know, we we revive some of these things. We put them in a pen. We've done something nice. Yeah. You know, we charge a little admission, uh, and it's and it's what it is. It was. Uh, I don't want to say it went the same as. Jurassic Park, uh-huh. but I will say it went the same, but even worse. Oh my! Yeah, they um, they uh, so so for example, we day two of the dodos, they got into uh, a big bag of nectarines oh, my. that we had.
4: Our nectarines.
1: Yeah, they ate them all up.
2: Nectarines don't grow on you, well.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but they yeah, yeah. so mean. that's one the that, uh, uh, certain certain species of Galapagos tortoise. Yeah. We were very to wait,
0: that wait, hold on. So the real problem was that these birds got into your food.
1: It was uh, was one of many problems. <laughs> okay, yeah. Right. Into all the right. just the nectar. Yeah. The rest of our lunches were okay.
0: I, I don't mean to minimize the situation, but uh, I'm, uh, well I'm you hardly
1: you hardly could. <laughs> I just okay. wouldn't be Yeah. Right.
2: We can't stress enough how hours these nectarines were. Yeah. I see, I see.
1: Uh, yeah, my dad's a substitute teacher, and and someone else at the school uh, has a tree that just makes too many nectarines, and so he had given some to my dad, and he couldn't eat all these, so he gave us some. <laughs> right. We were yeah. super excited to have a crack at these nectarines, but what hadn't been gobbled up yeah. Yeah. was nibbled. Wow. By the dodos, <laughs> and so then, uh, but so we, we then we had some of these uh, some of these species of Galapagos
0: tortoise. Yeah. It's uh, probably and so, not easy to bring back. Uh,
1: yeah, you know.
2: Again, they're encased in there. You sort of melt down the... They're a little sticky afterwards, but they're, good. Huh, they're good.
0: Okay, all right. You all melt right. down the amber and then... The right. reanimation project is uh, easy. It's the easy part of this.
1: That is the easy part. The hard part is when you've left some newspapers in the corner to read later, yeah. and the, then one of these huge guys... Hauls itself onto them.
0: Uh huh. You, you can't. Yeah. Can't get
1: them off. No. Yeah. That's. that's They're very tough. heavy, and we're you know we're
0: not sports guys. Scientists. <laughs> yeah. No. Sci- scientists. I would yeah. say. Um, yeah. That sounds terribly inconvenient.
1: Yeah. We made some. made some notations about the kind of stuff. That, uh, oh I mean, yeah. well, Actually, I mean,
0: in
2: terms of extinct animals, we got some fandom. Of-
1: Fans of the Auk, the the Great Auk, if it's not ringing a bell, the Great Auk.
2: It's like a bigger penguin, it's like a stretched out penguin.
0: We are we talking megafauna at this point? Well,
1: you know, yes, I would say I would say yeah. charismatic megafauna, yeah. But <laughs> but this so and they so these guys got killed off because they were they were full of very useful oil. Oh sure, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: Everything was gone well with them for a while, but uh, they refused to learn... Oh, sure. The, uh, yeah. These auks, they refused to learn the, in my opinion, very simple songs that we wanted them to sing for the country auk jamboree. You know, it was just a simple three-song medley of uh, auk around the clock. Um, keep on auking in the free world. And uh, auk this way. And they couldn't... They <laughs> Couldn't be bothered. These stretched-out penguins, good for nothing. I get this is really drudging up uh, bad memories. No, it was very,
1: yeah, it was, very, it was extremely frustrating because yeah, they only learned two of those songs. Right. Uh, so it you know, fun. and and so already, you know, I like just our, our whole idea is because you got to imagine imagine what this could have been. You know, you get on the monorail yeah. and you go past this huge lake, yeah, and a guy sure. on the monorail with a microphone says the lake is full of Stellar's sea cows. Which is yep. basically manatees, and you can look at the lake that, and you know, and you know that they're under the water.
0: <laughs> All right. You look out across a body of water and think, "Yeah, there's something down there."
1: Yeah, well, this creature that hasn't be been, rem- yeah. Be yeah, yeah, sure. for one hundred fifty yeah. years, there hasn't been this creature. Yeah, and now, as far as you know, it's in the water.
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's amazing that didn't catch on.
1: No, well, it, I mean, it was. It could have been, been
0: great. Yeah. Uh, would you have T-shirts of just the lake? That probably wouldn't been a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's something there, I promise. We had
1: uh, we had these uh, Carolina parakeets. Oh yeah, yeah. Now you know, uh, the United States used to have its own
0: parakeet. We used to be lousy with them.
1: We used to oh yeah, too many. Yeah, uh, some said, and then they solved that but uh they're you know and so they're gone forever until you know we brought them back and then we were uh we were teaching them stuff to say funny things to say yeah you know like swears and stuff <laughs> oh, and yeah. uh that's and that's then good. we brought our girlfriends in to see these uh birds and we were we were trying to prompt them to say the things and they wouldn't do it yeah non- and our girlfriends were like <laughs> well we believe it
0: yeah They didn't believe you that these things could say all those great swear words. Yeah, it and just then, seems like you were just incredibly inconvenienced by. Yes, thank you for saying that. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly
1: right. Well, that's a real bummer. Deeply so. Deeply so. <laughs> yeah, we had those Tasmanian tigers. Oh yeah, they came back whatever the Tasmanian tiger version of
2: so, so. They, they
1: got fleas. Well, whatever mm-hmm. their version whatever of fleas, flea some sort of marsupial flea, yeah. yeah, probably a flea. We don't know.
0: Yeah, it's, it sounds like you're a little unprepared for this whole thing going oh. in, and then uh, maybe didn't think through all, all of it. Certainly not the personal well, ramifications. Is it just you two guys doing this? We were we were out there most days. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. The uh, between the two of us, the we, nice. we uh-huh. had it we had it pretty much covered.
2: One of these these times, the eastern elk, it's an extinct animal that we brought back. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Not that it mattered to them, apparently, because these eastern elks we caught, uh, they had stolen our hats and coats and were doing blisteringly mocking impressions of Tisher and I. (laughs) Oh,
5: no. Just
0: uh, howdy, howdy. It was uh, awful. You don't realize that a lot of those animals were gifted impressionists. No. No. (laughs) No.
1: Yeah. Well, and you kind of, and it does kind of provide some context of like, you know, like, oh, what well, our pioneer forefathers were so careless, letting this thing disappear, and then it's like, oh, well, if they were kind of reaching the edge of civilization, a long day in the Conestoga wagon, yeah, and then this elk wanders out of the woods, and it's kind of like doing your voice, yeah, and you're like, well, is that? That's not even me, and then your family's like, no, that's you, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. sucks, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, kill you, those first, you kill them all it's and it also sounds like you're unhappy with how uh that they should they should have been more grateful to you for bringing them back.
1: Yeah, well, I wish <laughs> yeah. we had could have brought you back. Um <laughs> wait, so, what? <laughs> well, no, I mean if you had if you had been in the park oh, so like sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe, you know. Maybe
0: early on I could have been involved. So what's happening to it now? Are these animals just, they're out there now, and they're, do they have to be destroyed? What's what's the, what's the upshot here?
1: They're in the hands of, like, the Greenpeace or the Zoo Books people or whatever. Yeah, but uh, they, they've got it under control. It's just incredibly frustrating, because, you know, obviously we wanted to harvest them for their oil and, and plumage, and, uh, and uh, you know, <laughs> sure we, 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 we were going to eat these, these passenger pigeons. Yeah. You know, at one time, one of the most numerous... Animals, most numerous birds on the planet, they got eaten up. Yeah, we ate them all up. We thought, well, they—they're gonna be good.
2: Of course, they're all yeah. gone. Yeah. Supply and demand dictates that yeah. these passenger
1: pigeons are gonna be. Right. They were the cronuts of their day, if yeah, sure. cronuts were a thing today. Mm. They were as mm-hmm. they were mm-hmm. to cronuts in 2013. As wait. I followed, and were we were bad. Listening. We were bad at the math part of <laughs> yeah, it too. It was, but yeah. they tasted like
0: licorice. <laughs> oh, so,
1: black fuck, jelly beans. That's,
0: that's my least favorite pretty jelly uh, bean. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sorry this thing went so far south. Well, what, yeah. it really sounds like you put everything it would have been in. So nice. you, you went in with some real, well, questionable intention. And um, questionable.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, Bill. I'm, I'm sorry. We put, we brought back the monk seal, and uh, yeah. And
1: uh,
2: <laughs> now, thanks to the standoffishness, now we won't have any uh, monk seal-drawn carts.
1: Well, well,
2: Editionless yeah. Editionless monk seal-drawn I,
1: I carts, see, I add. see. Think how fun-looking that would be. Yeah.
0: That does look like fun. Yeah. And I like a cart. I always like to travel by a cart. That's uh, the number one choice. You can't, um, go, by, you can't go by portal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Listen, that portal is smooth. Um, so uh, what's going to happen? You guys out of business? Well, and... here's
1: what we're asking. We want to. We are now trying to raise money. We do want to do the. Um, we want to. We want to. Yeah. We want to make one dinosaur. Okay. Uh, and we want to send it in there and just smush these things. <laughs> we're we <laughs> are peeved. Yeah. Peeved beyond belief. And
2: then and that, and then uh, maybe the uh, the dinosaur the uh, uh, King Kong I only saw the first two minutes of King Kong, but uh, probably.
0: Chain them up and, uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it seems like uh all around um you have some bad ideas, uh, and you should maybe just think it through a little bit. Maybe sketch it out on paper and see 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 how it goes. You got a Kickstarter or something for this for the dinosaur? Uh,
1: that would be that is so smart.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we oh, even man. if we had just talked you to you, guys, had
0: told you this before yeah, the I show, we
1: really could would. have had.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. There's a dinosaur that's expensive. <laughs> Believe me. Making your own dinosaur for backyard entertainment not easy. Not easy.
1: You're saying? Yeah. How much ballpark? How much?
0: You're in at least a hundred grand to get things going. Oh,
1: uh, to get things going. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Like. That's like feasibility study. Then yeah. there's a lot of other stuff. You got to buy some beakers. You got to buy some kind of oven. The point is let's talk about it later. I'll go through the whole thing with you and we'll come up with a strategic plan for it But uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry that it didn't work out uh, it, it although I'm kind of glad I'm worried about what's going to happen to the animals and uh, I hope that they're in good hands Okay, all right somebody should check on that <laughs> uh, Well, we wish you well tisher and Rumrill, ladies and gentlemen uh, very, very poor business people. It's just a terrible idea. Do you think God's happier now?
1: I think he's always the same amount of happy, right? <laughs> yeah, Which probably. Seems like. That's probably true. Yeah, he looks
0: a <laughs> <laughs> Our God here tonight. Um, okay. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, I guess. I'm not sure. I don't know where, well, how to feel about all that. But let's bring up our next guest to, 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 to continue to process through all of our feelings. Uh, she's a wonderful comedian, originally from Boston. Uh, she's been out there at the uh, uh, Women in Comedy Festival. Maybe you've seen her on the Two Dope Queens. Canise uh, Mobley, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. Ooh, hi there. Thank you.
2: Ooh.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: This is lovely. Isn't that? Yes.
5: Hi.
0: You wanted something spooky.
5: I did. I think that's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> you got it. Actually, do you do sex parties?
1: Sex parties I, I've done a few spooky sex parties. Okay,
0: cool, cool, cool. What's the question? <laughs> well, oh, I was just wondering
5: if, like kind of like eyes wide shut, he'd be blindfolded, he'd be playing the theremin it would be I think
2: oh. very atmospheric. Well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's yes. some sexy sexy theremin.
0: That is sexy theremin. And uh, I like that we started at sex parties, Denise. That is not what I thought we were going to start with. Uh, you ever been to one of those?
5: Uh, I, I, I think we'd have to get into a lot of semantics about defining party versus. Other organizations. So, yeah, let's. Uh, what, what, what did you want to talk one about? One
0: never knows when one wanders into a sex party. Right. Sometimes you think, oh, we're going to listen to records. And the next thing you know, <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Somebody comes out in a harness, and you think, well, I, got... I guess
5: this is what our <laughs> night is. <laughs> I guess it's,
0: it's, uh, I just got here, so I might as well go through. Yeah, you don't want to be rude. You <laughs> no, don't want to just no, walk no. out. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I already had some food beforehand, so yeah. I'll probably be fine. Yeah, uh, well, that's great. Um, no, I was uh, going to say, uh, you know, we're talking about animals and things, and there's so many. Uh, I know you like movies. You like, I do. I love yeah, movies. Not just Eyes Wide Shut. No, really? not just that one. Did you like Eyes Wide Shut, by the way?
5: Uh, Well, the problem was I saw it when I was 14, so I don't think it was <laughs> oh, the best yeah, time that's not a to good see time.
0: it. That's not a good time. No. Also, if you saw it at 21, 36, <laughs> 44. Also, <laughs> awesome, not a good time. That movie is awful. That movie is so bad. Uh, <laughs> there's no redeeming part of that movie. Every part of it is just like,
5: well, what uh, and then this
0: is happening? I
5: guess you should be <laughs> no, happy the you. director can't make any more films.
0: That doesn't help. Okay. I mean, I mean, good. I was like he's
5: very, he's very he, dead. He's so.
0: very dead. Yes. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. But it, you want to go out on a high note, and that wasn't it. But the point <laughs> is, you like you like movies. I do. And you have a movie club. Do you go out and see things with a group?
5: Yes, every week I go to the movies.
0: Gosh, that's wonderful! I stopped going on account of bed bugs and the smell of nachos. Ah! <laughs> I can't, I can't stand it. Why are we serving a full meal?
5: So you don't like the ones like the Alamo Draft House or anything? You don't like the ones that come and bring you a full dinner, drinks, No,
0: no, I don't need to smell vinaigrette. <laughs> <laughs> you know, while watching a film. Is
5: it popcorn or nothing?
0: I mean, sure, yeah. Okay. You want to put some uh, raisinets in the mix? You put raisinets
5: in the popcorn? Not in it, but I mean like
0: in the environment. I went on a a date
5: and someone tried to put goobers into the popcorn and I left. I couldn't. (laughs) I was like, I'm so sorry. (laughs) I can't do that.
0: See, that's reasonable. Julia, that's a weird date. That's another reason why. Yeah. Um, uh, So, but uh, now there's a lot of, we're just talking about animals. There's a lot of animals in the movies right now. Yes. You got Peter Rabbit. You got the Black Panther. I did actually go to the movies to see that one, Black Panther. It was uh, good. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. There yeah, are a lot of good looking people in that movie. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of a sex party.
5: <laughs> I can't think of a person in there that I would absolutely say no to. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah pretty good. Yeah. Uh, then you got your Red Sparrow and uh, what are the other ones? With animals? No, I'm just saying they all have oh. the animals in the titles. Oh, and Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> <laughs> that, that doesn't have an animal does have an animal
5: yeah. uh, Paddington
0: Paddington that's the other one he's a bear he's you like bear. that one oh,
5: I have cried at three movies in the last ten years Paddington 2 was one of those films it touched me in a way that I did not expect I was like why do I care so much about the misadventures of this bear like thinking about it now is almost overwhelming
0: it really brings it up for you it does did you see Paddington 1 I did, I did. Yeah, also good
5: it was it was good, but it didn't. It was at the same level of oh, emotion.
0: I see. Me. I gotta yeah. go check this out because it sounds like an emotional roller coaster. It is. It really is. Did you grow up going to movies?
5: Yes. So yeah. even as a kid, uh, we went every week. We would invite our friends from elementary, middle, and high school out. Uh, we would go as a group. The movie theaters did hate us because we were completely unsupervised. So a group of like 15-year-olds who demanded our money back at Moulin Rouge. They like. They were very against our presence there.
0: Yeah. Uh, Did you see Jurassic Park?
5: I did. That was one of the first movies I ever saw, actually. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. So you know that what they're doing is a bad idea. Mm -hmm.
5: I mean, it made a great movie. (laughs) That's true. Many movies. Yes.
0: Same thing over and over again.
5: Yeah, they just keep doing it.
0: They just keep doing it. And you have a twin sister.
5: I do. I have an identical twin sister.
0: Identical twin sister. Can Mm -hmm. you feel what she feels?
5: Uh, If she is around me and we're doing the same thing,
0: (laughs) I guess. No special twin magic
5: no twin magic just the Annoying lack of identity that comes out like from growing up in a town and just being referred to as part of a group
0: Ah, always always a duo. Yes. Yeah hard to get your individual sense out
5: It's a little difficult.
0: Yeah, Um, if you had to be Individualized and stranded on an island not full of women, but just yourself okay um, Who among those movie characters would you bring along with you? Uh, and you, would it be somebody from black panther? Uh, Paddington uh, the animals could talk would you prefer animals or <laughs> robots?
5: Okay, so wait are my choices animals robots and humans or just animals and robots?
0: Uh, let's go with animals and robots, but the animals can talk
5: Are these waterproof robots? Yes, okay. Well then I'll go robot
0: a robot
5: well yeah, because then I can like get on the back of the robot and it'll just swim. Oh well,
0: then and you're swim. gonna get off the island. Yeah, so
5: like if I'm trapped. But do you oh, mean okay. I just live there? No,
0: I, yeah, I thought you would live there, but you forever? of course found the loophole <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> to get off the and you always try also, to set something up and somebody. Yeah, zigs well, okay, around.
5: I I think I'd still go with the robot because the robot would have all of the uh ideally if this is a futuristic robot, it's powered in some way by the sun, so I don't have to like continually recharge it or give it other materials. So it can just like use the wood resources to build a home. Dig a well, do all that stuff that like can really take it out of you. The first couple of days you're stuck on an island.
0: I see. So yeah. it would almost be like Rosie from the Jetsons. She would be a very <laughs> utilitarian, or he he, uh, he, he. he. It would. It would. Definitely it, be would a, be a, a it would definitely be a male robot. robot. Yes. Uh, that's real handy to have yes. around. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like your thinking. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Are you worried about the robot uprising?
5: Uh, I think we all should be did you guys see that video where the the robots are now able to like open doors and like Get back up if you push them down and like yeah. climb stairs and things.
0: Yeah, they all kind of walk like this though, don't they? Exactly <laughs> like, like That's them. the robot yes. walk yes, but my gosh that is terrifying you see that come in at night
5: Oh my friend actually works in robotics and they're developing these Submarines and they can go down to like the ocean floor yeah. and they just drop these little charging stations for them so they're powered like forever. So
0: who knows what's gonna happen? You mean to tell me that on this planet right now we have below the surface of the ocean, on the ocean floor, little robots walking around like that looking for charging stations?
5: Looking for charging stations. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, how many of those do you think we have?
5: I mean, I'm, I imagine they're pretty costly now, but in five years, the oh, ocean could be littered with them.
0: Oh, gosh. We've got to be careful with yeah. all this stuff. You go what?
5: swimming and then...
0: You could bump into one of them. Yeah. Yep.
5: <laughs> It'd be the level of inconvenience those animals caused in their experiment.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just the whole planet is inconvenient, isn't it? It is. So many things that we put out there and then they come back to get us. Um, but uh, well, what? Do, do you have an Alexa? Do you have one of those?
5: I don't. I don't want. I barely like that my phone is uh, yeah. potentially recording me all the time.
0: I am very concerned. Yeah, and it is, and you should be. Uh, <laughs> I won't have one either. I get scared of it. I'm very scared a lot of the time.
5: <laughs> also, some of the things people ask like Alexa to do, it's like, well, you can just—is your hand broken? Like I don't understand why you can't just... <laughs> Like look it up
0: Right. Yeah, right. We used to do a lot of things. Yeah as people used to yep go across the country in carts and uh, Invent things. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, a powerful time in our history wasn't it and now look at us just barking orders at a cylinder.
5: <laughs> I Like that description of that. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, they said now that uh, people are having a difficult you can tell the kids are having a tough time with it because they think it's a real person and it's training them to be very like demanding Oh. And so you're like, it's it's got a whole uh, bit of politics to it, too.
5: I don't like that at all. No,
0: it's not good. Kids are
5: already a little questionable. Off. off. So then you're going to yeah. add them. Mm. Well, okay, and that's pretty messed up, that they think it's like a real person, and they're still like bossing it. Or... Those kids <laughs> like right. slavery, I think, is what that's the underlying what I'm saying. Yeah. thing is.
0: Yeah. So, that's, so in that way, not unlike some of these animals you're talking about, you support their uprising, the robots. I'm just—I'm trying to see the whole picture here. You—you uh, <laughs> you start to treat somebody like they're your servant. Well, okay, you got to see what's going on there. Uh, it, I mean, I'm sorry that the turtle sat on the newspapers, but not as sorry as us. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, so, uh, uh, would you like to be in a movie?
5: Sure. Yeah. If they're—I mean—being m- in movies pays. Decently, I hear. So, yeah, I definitely give it a shot.
0: She gives a shot. What yeah. kind of movie would you be in?
5: My okay, real talk. My dream would yep. be to to like be a villain in a Bond film. Like that is what I would love to do more than
0: anything else. Would you have a special uh, talent?
5: I'd want to throw something that killed people. So nothing as ridiculous as like a hat <laughs> with like sharp edges or like a shoe or something. But like like <laughs> knives, maybe. I think being a knife thrower or like uh, someone who has a wide range of like poisons or like, oh, in the 60s when they'd have like machines that like electrocuted people, but in a creative way. I mm-hmm. think that would be really fun.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that sound would know that you're coming out there. yes, About to, uh, yeah. Oh yeah,
5: I'd want like, cause in all those, the there's like a sound cue for the villain. I would want like an awesome yeah, sound cue like that. Something awesome like that, like that. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. yeah. Then you say, uh-oh, it's Knife Mobley. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. play on it, yeah. Yeah, some kind of good name like that. Yeah, that's a, which is a pretty good one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and so, are uh, you looking forward to spring? Are you looking forward to things coming out?
5: Oh my gosh, I cannot wait. I hate winter desperately. I think that the people who settled here, not the Native Americans, but the people who came later, uh, were ridiculous, and they should have just kept going south because they could have set up a <laughs> much nicer situation in a place that doesn't freeze over, this is I I, I can't deal with this anymore.
0: <laughs> New York, but more yeah, they just
5: just like they've picked up like churches and lighthouses and just shifted them yeah. uh, a little way. Like if they could do that with most of New York and just shift it to like, uh, just drop it on top of D.C. Actually, just get rid of D.C. and then drop New York on top of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think you'd find very little argument for <laughs> getting rid of D.C. Right now <laughs> sounds pretty good. You put it uh, I mean it's kind of swampy there.
5: Yeah, so that's what you destroy all the buildings right and they're like filler <laughs> And then you put New York on top of it, and there's no more swamp. It's Science easy.
0: Yeah, it's easy when you just apply yourself mm-hmm. isn't it anything's possible which I is, think so. I think what we're proving here <laughs> tonight uh, uh, And so you had a good uh, experience uh, with the two Dove Queens and all that kind of I stuff. Did. Yeah, yeah this one yeah, good yeah. to get up there. Yeah. And uh, you got some shows that are coming up that you're going to do?
5: I do. I have one next week that I'm pretty excited about. It's called Rent Party at Union Hall. Oh, yeah. And then I host and produce a show. It's called It's All Happening, and you get pasta when you come to it. So <laughs>
0: yeah. People like pasta.
5: Yeah. Oh, my co-host, very Italian, yeah. makes delicious pasta.
0: Well, that's what you need if you're going to have a pasta comedy event. Yes. Somebody should be responsible for really good pasta. I think so. I've tried to do it, but it's the <laughs> you just just the flour. Yeah, I get no. it everywhere. It exactly. doesn't, doesn't have Just it makes a mess. That's unfortunate. You ever make a mess and you just think, God, forget it and walk away?
5: <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, I have. Yeah. 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 I've just not gone back to that place.
0: <laughs> Sometimes you just burn yeah. the bridge and go. Yeah, you're it? like, well, there's
5: nothing to be done about this. Yeah, because
0: yeah. you're from Boston, right?
5: Uh, so I'm originally from North Carolina, but I spent enough time oh. in Boston to have a bad attitude
0: <laughs> 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 Well leave that mess to somebody else yes. that sounds good to me can mobley everybody <laughs> Thank you for being here you guys will have to do some kind of special thing Maybe you can grab one of the chairs in the back there and uh, bring it around because we're gonna bring up our, our, our Final guest here as we go into the home stretch of the evening uh, with the deep night and uh, furniture will be moved uh, this is terrific. She's a, a, a wonderful person and a terrific humanitarian. Uh, maybe she is. I don't know. She's a cartoonist over there for The New Yorker and has been since 2008. You, her uh, illustrations and drawings have appeared in MAD and The Wall Street Journal, New York Times. She runs a great show over there in Brooklyn all about parenting. And she has a book, which I have in the back, called Mama Tribe. Emily Flake is here, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? Good, good. Welcome, welcome. There Hello. we go. Everything's happening.
1: Sorry, sorry.
0: We're good. Hi. I'm gonna put that old lapis back up there. Oh. There we are.
4: There's nothing I can not some more space? right now. No, I'm good. More space? I'm good. I'm good. I'm wedged in.
0: I can move. It's fine. <laughs> not very well. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. Emily, how are you?
4: I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm
0: doing okay. Good. Uh, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, uh, of course, uh, you, uh, you had a piece actually about Alexa uh, not long ago about why she's laughing at all of us. I did. And it was uh, kind of inspiring to me. Yeah. Exactly. Computers laughing at us. is scary, isn't it?
4: It's, it's the beginning of the end. Yes. It is.
0: Clearly, we're on the road to yeah. uh, destruction with this thing. And uh, do you have one? no 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 no, absolutely no one should have not. one of these things no yeah. i'm
4: completely with you on the like the fact that kids don't have to be polite to it i have a five-year-old and i'm you know i'm already like i have to oh well, i mean we don't have an alexa um alexa but she has a little attitude sometimes so i'm already having <laughs> to be like no that's not how you ask for things you know I, and yeah i don't want her getting used to bossing around the help
0: <laughs> <laughs> right because soon it will all be robots won't right. it? right well, it's
4: pretty uh, soon, we'll be the help. <laughs> Oh
0: Well, yes, that's true. It's a dark future we're having. Uh, now, uh, Emily, you, you work over there at the New Yorker?
4: I don't work at
0: them. Mm, yeah, um, I, I mean, wo- you have stuff featured in the yeah. New Yorker. Let's put it that way, yeah. sorry. Uh, how much of a New Yorker do you have to be to have work in the New Yorker?
4: Mm, that's a really, really good question. Some people aren't New Yorkers at all. Yeah. Yeah, that's a dirty little secret. Some of them live in like places like L.A. or huh. Ohio.
0: Scottsdale.
4: No, that's, a, that's okay. a hard no. Gosh, yeah. thank goodness,
0: <laughs> because if I found out somebody was from Scottsdale.
4: I know. <laughs> I've seen the
0: Rampage videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I love The New Yorker, though. I'm a big fan, and I read it every week when it comes to me on Tuesdays, and uh, I think I read it the same way every time. Do you have a way that you go through it?
4: Um, yeah, I leave it on the back of my toilet until it mulches into a pulp. <laughs> and then I scrape it into the toilet and read some stuff online.
0: Oh, okay. Mine's a little different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but that works too, I guess. Uh, I always do Talk of the Town. And then I get into the, uh, uh, i see what the feature is. I like it's somebody nice
4: to talk of the town. <laughs> I know. That's... Somebody
0: really likes it. I go yeah. for that first. Uh, sometimes, and always just like, oh, somebody's in town, celebrities in town doing mm-hmm. something and they're going to have some eggs. Right. It's like it's a very specific, like there's a bird watching club. Yeah. And I love that. And then I get on to, this, what's the feature about? Well, maybe I'll come back to that later, unless there's something real depressing. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go and I'll read the movie review, and then I'll sneak back and do the book reviews. Right. I never read the fiction, though. No, who And does? then sometimes I look at the cartoon uh, contest in the back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
4: think, uh, oh, that, uh, that's, okay. a, that's a good method. That's better than my method. Who do you like better, Anthony Wayne or the other one?
0: Ah... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's what my safe word is during mm-hmm. sex situations uh, Richard Brody blogs about movies.
4: Ah, <laughs> very good.
0: Yep. All right. That's, a, that's useful information that's for me to have. Thank you. Cut for New York. You're right. New Yorker readers. Uh, now, some of the cartoons in there, of course, classically, you think, well, it's not a big ha ha right. thing when you read it. It's that's these single panel gag cartoons that are out there. Uh, sometimes it's a
4: huh. Right.
0: You know? But uh, yours seem to approach the reader with a kind of hot red poker that really jabs you in the stomach <laughs> or in a vital organ uh, sometimes it's like eating a cake laced with poison you realize it afterwards you know and like oh my gosh i'm in trouble it's just they're really they've got a certain uh, quality to them a little venom to them
4: right yeah. right wow this is all things that have been said about me since college right? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I feel like some of the cartoons are meant to function as sort of like a little, like, almost humorous resting place. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they go so far as to put the the non-Red Hot Poker ones in, like, the real heavy um, articles, and then they save the more, you know, jabby ones for, like, the light fare. I don't know. I don't put the magazine together. Right. No, I understand. Um, but, uh, but, yeah. No, thank you, I think. Yes.
0: No, I think <laughs> it's good. I like having that. I think, oh, okay, I better think about that. Right. That's a real issue. (laughs) I'm
4: glad you've given you pain, possibly in many organs, including your brain. Oh,
0: my entire body has been savaged by your work. Hasn't it, though? Absolutely. Uh, So now you are a parent, and boy, you're really milking it. Yeah. You got the book. You got all kinds of things. I Uh, am monetizing
4: the fuck out of this child. (laughs) It's great.
0: You're really going for it, which I like. Now, as you said, the child's about five years old. So she It's is. been some time mm-hmm. uh, since you had to go through the whole birthing process. Right. The thing I would say, which I really uh, appreciated about your book, is the truth that a birthing plan is a lie. Yes. <laughs> uh, anybody planning to have a child, yeah. if you think you're going to go participate in a birthing plan, will that just throw it out the window No, now the best
4: way to make the birthing god laugh is to tell it your birthing plan. That, that's right.
0: <laughs> Not, nothing will go according to that. Uh, uh, and. Um, it's, it's a wonderful uh, uh, book with all kinds of things in it. Um, you also, are you, now that you have the child that's about five years old, you must be surrounded by a lot of the stuff. There's a lot of stuff in there?
4: There's a lot of stuff. You mean like her toys and her it's things, like toys, her items?
0: As I understand it, uh, children have a lot of stuff.
4: Yeah, yeah. She does. Um, you know, we also don't live in a particularly huge apartment. Um no, no one she... does she <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> look at
0: us. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Where do you think we're coming from? She
4: has many things. Um, and I have to call her things soon. Yeah. Her room is kind of like it's like her bed and a lot of storage and then some crap. Um yeah, yeah I feel like DCS is gonna come pay us a visit and be like, <laughs> Oh, you people are disgusting. But do um, you, you
0: uh, read things like the Huga lifestyle and want to go into to that kind of thing or to follow these scandinavian people that are just putting children in boxes i'm
4: not good at following a plan Mm -hmm. um except if hoarders counts as instructive (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i mean none of it brings me joy but not enough not joy to throw it out or burn it
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so but you're managing
4: sort of sure yeah. yeah sure let's say i, I mean am. it
0: gets uh it gets upsetting when you everybody gets on these things like oh have you read the uncluttering book right because that's that's uh false is yeah what that is yeah it's unrealistic even people that lived in these big victorian homes they had clutter you're telling me they had these giant doll hor- doll houses and doll horses quite right. frankly <laughs> right uh and they had all these little saddles and little chairs and they weren't all over the place yeah. children are still children and they're uh, disgusting somebody was stepping
4: on a cast iron horse and cursing before legos were invented and
0: that they had more people to look after that kind of stuff now we have robots
4: yeah (laughs) and then soon we We don't have (laughs) titles yeah yeah
0: (laughs) but it gets tricky doesn't it with all this stuff is my point
4: it does it does and yeah we try to keep it to a minimum because we're cheap
0: yeah, yeah, uh, and do you know right now and certainly after the uh, Election and all this stuff that's happened in the last year or so I guess it's been some time although time becomes very strange at this moment um, it, it seems like a lot of people have moved into self-care and uh, uh, Reiki and bodywork and all that kind of stuff and when you have a child sometimes you get a little stressed out mm-hmm. I put on the classical music sometimes. I sit in a bed of crystals if a child is even near me and I just <laughs> I try to relax do you have something that you're going to right now that's like okay, or does work provide that as an outlet for you?
4: Right, um, you know it's it's funny. My child um, still likes to be cuddled at night before mm. um, you know until she goes to sleep, which is a ridiculously indulgent thing that we do for her because we're weak. Um, <laughs> and she likes me to put on. Um, there, I have like a meditation app that has like some stuff for kids, so she's like, we listen to Andy." So sometimes we listen to Andy, and Andy's very soothing. He's British and sort of authoritative um, and basically just sort of like, you know, laying the groundwork for an ASMR problem later in her life. It's not Sounds a problem. Good. There's always going to be YouTube, right?
0: I don't think there's anything wrong with a British man whispering in your ear for the rest of your life.
4: I mean, that many industries would agree with you.
0: <laughs> yeah, in fact, I ought to invest in something. <laughs> <Right>. uh, uh, <laughs> and um, so, so you have Andy. Yes is a, a, a means of, of kind of relaxing a little bit, but you also did a neat little trick in a recent uh, uh, Illustration that I saw in a recent cartoon is that mm-hmm. okay to say yeah. comic yeah. Uh, That uh, you did some time travel because as I understand it you're very into the band jawbreaker. I am yeah mm-hmm. uh, Are the fans of that the band here
4: yeah? yeah.
0: <laughs> Two people uh, oh, one person and a theremin <laughs> yeah. well that counts uh, as, because you were able to put insert uh your current self in, uh, next to comforting your younger self a little bit of time travel yeah, happening there.
4: that's the magic of pen and ink i loved it yeah thank you yeah
0: but that you got to open for them recently too right
4: i did um yeah a couple of weeks ago i did uh, i did 20 minutes uh in uh in support of their show at brooklyn steel yeah which was fun
0: and that's just you reading cartoons
4: uh reading cartoons and telling funny stories and jokes Cool. Uh, kind of a hybrid, like that, that's my gimmick. know, like, <laughs> it's good yeah. if you got one. Right.
0: <laughs> I'm still looking, but um that's uh, and you do that uh, regularly, I guess. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. Way to bring it out. Right.
0: Yeah. Do you think it's good? You think you're going to stick with it?
4: Um, I mean, if people keep letting me, sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think they will. All right. But uh, and you really were drawn to but I can't think of a band that I, I have followed since I was 15.
4: It's more that it, uh, they took a long hiatus, so there was, you know, mm. I mean, there were many years where nobody followed anybody, but that, yeah. that they loomed very large in my particular uh, youth set. Right. Um, and then, and then look, you know, the, look at these things have come back full circle. I'm going to knock over and harm your owl. Yeah, that's okay. I want to harm your owl. That's
0: nice my special goodwill. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I just, oh, it's I, a candle. It is a candle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we can Sorry. burn it later. Uh, the the I just don't have a I don't have a band like that, even from the being a guy that I really attach. Sometimes at the yoga studio Erica Badu will come on. Right. And I think, Oh, she'd be fun to know. Right. But beyond that, I don't I sometimes think maybe attending live podcasts is like the next huh. you know, really punk rock right. thing to yeah. do. And that what we're doing here is kinda
4: uh, well, you
0: know, punk.
4: If that makes you cry outside in a field surrounded by, you know, tens of thousands of strangers, then have at it.
0: It's... <laughs> that's, that's the best place to be. Isn't it, it is. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> a lot of sadness with parenting, isn't it?
4: Yes, yeah, a lot. So much. <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: like... yeah. Rage and sadness. I imagine.
4: Yeah, both yeah. of those emotions. Yeah. Um, pretty much just those.
0: <laughs> just bouncing right. back between those Maybe two. Maybe a
4: light scream of joy then.
0: Very little. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, is the child good at drawing?
4: She is. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you hope so, right?
4: Uh, phew, yeah. I mean, it would be a real disappointment.
0: Well, you give it some time. That's what's great about being uh, a parent, I imagine, uh, because as a kid, you disappoint your parents. Right. But as a parent, you get to disappoint your kids. Yourself your own parents if they're still around yeah. other parents that may be looking in some people that are just like at the co-op
4: Yeah, you can really do like a 360 degrees of of disappointment thing It's just fantastic. A cavalcade it's, great.
0: Of disappointment. Yeah. it's wonderful. It's a constant state isn't it all right sure is. Uh, and so you're doing a show It's called I uh, I don't I don't get to curse a lot on this show, but I'm gonna say it. Oh, it's I'm sorry. Should I not have a shit curse? show? It is, called is what it's show. called and yes. it's a show all about parents. It
4: is I see. told you I was milking this um <laughs> Yeah, it's a show about parenting that I co-host with uh, NPR's Ophira Eisenberg. Sure. Um, it's at Union Hall, and the next one is Tuesday.
0: Oh, that's great. Well, we'll uh, go out and see it. And uh, see, I say shit shows. Right. It makes me feel like punk rock.
4: Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm already in all black. You can
4: you can borrow my converse. And oh,
0: good. Yeah, they're <laughs> great. How many pairs you got?
4: One. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Um uh this is Trivan. We'll look for that shit show thing Thank happening. You. The book is called Mama Tribe, it's been out for a little bit. You got another book coming out?
4: Uh maybe someday. I hope right. so.
0: Because yeah. toddlers are different, aren't they? mm
4: mm-hmm, They are. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but I don't know. I, I don't know when the point at which she's gonna start knowing that I'm writing about her is gonna be a problem. <laughs> Probably like yesterday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Keep it from her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Parenting is
0: keeping secrets. That's Alexa's problem. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Alexa, keep a secret. Right. <laughs> uh, well, Emily, it's been so great having you. Thank Emily you. Flake, everybody. It's wonderful. And uh, that's that will do it for us here in the Deep Night. How about a round of applause for all of our guests, Emily and Kenice tisher and rumrell Gosh, I hope things work out. Julia Shiplett over there. Uh, Cornelius Loy on the theremin. My thanks to the Slipper Room and everybody here. Thank you for being there where you are. I'm Dale Siever, And uh, um, remember that although this night is ending, a bright new day is just ahead. Thank you, everybody. What fun. Thanks to all my guests for joining me and for those who came out to see us. Lucky numbers this week are... Where did I put this? Ah, here they are. In a three-year-old fortune cookie I kept in the back of my silverware drawer. Three hundred, two and one, which corresponds to the number of hours I spent learning about denoising software. The hours of sleep I've had in the last three days. And the only amount of underwater self-charging robots I'm comfortable with there being in the world. I live on Hiss Island. Party of me. Personal reading this week goes out to Leonard Bindle in Howard's Peak, Kansas. And here's something to think about, Leonard.
3: I was just, you know, daydreaming one day, as you do on the subway. And, you know, I was in Manhattan, and I just thought, wow, what if there were no men? (laughs) What if there were no men in this borough? What would that be like?
0: There you go. Uh, By the way, Leonard, thanks for the letter and the beautiful homemade incense holders. You know I can always use them. That'll do it for us. Thank you for listening, you wonderful person, you. Deep Night is brought to you by the Gowana Souvenir Shop in Brooklyn and McGinty Salt Lamp Emporium and Discount Flooring in Bay Ridge. Simply the best for a good night's rest. Two things a body needs, a floor and some salt. McGinty's. Deep Night Season 10 podcast icon by Kelsey Roten. Season 10 themed by Zach Gabbard. Music throughout the show by the talented roster at Howler Hills Farm. And a few weird things at the top of the show that I just download for cash from the internet. Venue support provided by the Slipper Room in New York City. And recording studio services provided by Harvestworks in Soho. Thanks to all of my guests. Deep Night is independently produced and performed by James Bewley. Thank you for listening and please consider rating and reviewing the show on whatever podcasting forum you're participating in but especially on Apple Podcasts, which does a great deal toward making Dale feel great, that's me, when he gets up, or is it, when he gets up in the morning for his son's salutations. Are you the best? You are. Close the portal.